Hi, this is Baden Warren, and you're listening to the Power Forward Podcast. Today's topic, we're going to talk about free agency and what happened after the draft, who improved their team the most and who didn't do so much, and um, what might go on this offseason, and um, then some uh, remain free agents that are still out there. Well, we had some like entry-level contracts that signed. Recently today, we had Nate Danielson from Detroit. Then we had Adam Fantilli, who was the first one in the draft that signed and then there was like some other players who like who like signed entry-level contracts including Andrew Crystal who was an early Washington second round pick so for the offseason we had uh Pittsburgh making some some moves to try to keep their playoff window alive they brought in uh they re-signed Tristan Jari to five years which was a questionable contract Jari's been like a consistent can sometimes be consistent, and when he's hot, he's hot, and when he's cold, he's cold. So, Jari's been like a question mark goalie. So, he's only like 27 or 28, I believe. So, I think he this year he might like prove himself a bit more. So, and then they brought in uh, Ryan Graves for like six years, and then they've signed former cap Lars Eller to two years. Then they signed. Nolachari, who can be a good like defensive forward, he's mostly going to be like a bottom six guy. And then um, they brought in. Uh, there were rumors about them getting like Eric Carlson, which I would get into a sack. That's another like big like rumor out there. And then, and then there was um. Let me think. Yeah, so Pittsburgh made a, a lot of moves. So I think they're a team that improve the most and um carolina made some decent moves they signed dimitri orloff to a two years like seven million and then they're um they brought in michael bunting from toronto who can be like a good like top nine top six forward he can be more of that like checking guy or like physical guy maybe not like physical guy but just be like that that forward who can like get you some maybe be like a 50 60 point guy so I think that was a decent move by uh, Carolina and then they also re-signed Ronta and Anderson they're like goalie tandem one thing uh, Carolina like probably needs to improve on is their like their goal scoring ability there was like some saying that they could have like gone on to get like Vladimir Tarasenko who was traded to like New York from St. Louis last year he started off pretty well in St. Louis, or sorry, from uh, New York. He's he was been cold a bit for the playoffs. Actually started pretty well. The f- believe the first two games of the playoffs. Same with Patrick Kane. So he left in free agency. So he's still like a big name that's out there. He's had some like injury histories and that stuff. And then he he recently like fired his like old agent. So now I heard he has like Paperson as like one of his representative. Which apparently is one of like the best like agents out there. So Vladimir Tarasenko is still out there. I think he might get maybe a one or two or three year deal depending on how things go. 
there were like the two like big names out there for him would be like the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa could be a good fit for him with the young like Ottawa Senators team that comes up. I think he can fit well with Tim Stutzel and Brady Kachuk there, and which is like their young two studs. And then they got like more like really good young guys in Ottawa as well, like Bafferson and Norris. And Norris has been mostly hurt most of the year. And then I think the uh, goaltending for Ottawa can like improve. They signed Jonas Corposal for five years. I mean, he can be okay, but I mean, he played on a really bad Columbus team before. So honestly, I think 2020 was like his best year. When that was the year Bobrovsky left, so honestly, he had like a good like bubble playoffs in 2020 since like that was the COVID year. So, so I think Corpusalo was a decent signing, and then so it looks like Corpusalo and Forsberg could be like their tandem for the future. I think Ottawa's defense looks pretty good with like they recently signed Jacob Chikrin, they have Jake Sanderson who had a pretty solid rookie year, and then they had um. Thomas Shabbat. So Ottawa's left side is going to be like pretty strong if they all like stay healthy or whatever. Ottawa recently traded Alex to bring it to Detroit for I wouldn't say was a horrible return, but it was like a decent return. I you know they got uh, Dama Kubalik back who can be like a good like top nine forward. He's a, he actually played like pretty decent in Detroit and he started off his like career with Chicago. He actually played like pretty well in Chicago. So I think that's a decent pickup for Detroit, or sorry, for Ottawa. And then they also got prospect Donovan Sabrengo, who is a defensive prospect. I think he was drafted in maybe like the third, fourth, fifth round, somewhere between there by Detroit in 2020. And then they got like a like a protected like first round pick. And then like, I believe a third round pick in 2024. So not like a horrible return, but Ottawa got like Alex to bring it out of it, who's been like I believe a forty goal scorer like twice. Honestly, Detroit's a young team that's trying to like compete again. They've been rebuilding for almost like seven years now, so Detroit fans and the Red Wings are like trying to be motivated to like get back to the playoffs. And then the, the East is going to be like pretty tight this year. I mean, New Jersey really improved. Um, the Rangers improved a little bit. I like the Blake Wheeler signing. He was bought out by Winnipeg, so I I like that signing for them. I think New York made some like decent moves. The Islanders have been like pretty quiet, so and then uh Carolina, who I think is going to be like top three in the Metro f- again this year, if their team stays healthy. I mean Aho had an unbelievable year. Um, Sveshnikov was hurt, so if they get, can get Sveshnikov 100%, I think they can be a deadly team. So, so Carolina has some good depth. Columbus made some good moves. Honestly, they were one of the worst teams last year because due to injuries. So mostly last year they had mostly some guys from their farm team. I think they're trying to to, to improve a bit. And then Washington got um Max Pacioretty. And uh, recently traded for Joel Edmondson. So, I mean, the Metro is going to be, like, tight again this year. Pittsburgh improved a bit. So, the Metro is going to be stacked again. And then for the east side or for the Atlantic side, I think Tampa's never really out of it. I mean, they got Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, 
who was like one of the deadliest lines in the league. And then like Hedman and Sergachev have been like their two best defensemen and Vasilev. They also have Andre Vasilevsky. So honestly, I think they're going to be a playoff team again. And then uh, the Bruins are like an unsure team, even though the season they had last year. So I think if Bergeron and Krejci decide to resign for maybe one year deals, I think they might have a chance. But if they like both decide to retire, I think it's like they probably decline a bit, but not as bad. But who knows? I think Ottawa can improve. I think Detroit can improve. You know, Tampa's not going anywhere. Carolina's not going anywhere. The Devils are are starting to, to get really good. New Jersey could be like a maybe a top five team next year if things go right. So there's going to be a lot of good teams in the East. And then in the West, there's, I think, L.A. made, like, a questionable move with Pierre-Luc Dubois. People said his, like, finishing is not really, like, strong, and he's, like, kind of, like, bad defensively. And they also, like, gave him, like, a long contract. So the last two places for Dubois with Columbus and uh, Winnipeg haven't really, like, gone well for him. But maybe he could, like, change that with um, L.A. And L.A.'s got, like, a three-headed monster at center with Kopitar and Deneau, who both play, like, pretty well defensively. So maybe he'll turn things around in um in LA and then Anaheim they drafted Leo Carlson so they still need to re-sign Zegers and uh Troy Terry so the Sharks are still rebuilding they're trying to make some like decent moves so they're still not going to be a playoff team and then Vegas is Vegas so they got a they got a good team Vancouver made some like decent moves so I think signing, like, Carson Soucy to a decent one-year contract was good. And then um, Ian Cole, who's, like, pretty good. Or actually kind of, like, a decent, like, depth defenseman. So Vancouver's trying to be, like, competitive again. And Calgary's been, like, really quiet. So Calgary's been one of the biggest losers in the offseason. So it's Calgary and the Islanders who have been, like, the biggest losers for me in the offseason. So. so back to the... um off season, we still got some like free agents out there like Tarasenko. He's been out there, so I said Ottawa or Carolina could be like the perfect fit for him. I think Carolina needs like that goal scoring finisher, and I think if Tarasenko can like go there, I think if he's like healthy and he starts going going, I think he might be possibly like a twenty thirty goal scorer there, maybe like a twenty goal scorer at least. Ottawa, who I mentioned, I think could be a good fit for him after losing to Bringit. Matt Dumba, who's still out there, who's like a decent defenseman. I think he can sign like a one-year deal somewhere, kind of like similar to like John Klimberg, who's recently signed with Toronto. The best like fits for him possibly could be like Arizona. So maybe like Arizona can like sign him to a one-year and then like maybe, I don't know, like flip him and like Zucker at the trade line. And if they both play well, like maybe get like a decent return for him, maybe like a second or third round pick. And maybe like a maybe like a decent young piece and kind of like same with Zucker who signed there recently if Zucker plays well maybe if they get lucky enough maybe they can snatch like maybe like a first pop probably but maybe like a second or a third at least so Arizona's trying to be competitive a little bit even though they're not where they want to be right now so another possible place for like Matt Dumbin to like go to probably maybe Buffalo but I'm also, like, not sure about it because they recently signed, like, Eric Johnson and uh, 
they brought in Eric Johnson onto a one year and then Connor Clifton. So they're both like right hand defensemen. So maybe Buffalo can be like possibly an, another fit for him. And then like another questionable landing spot for him, maybe Tampa. I think he could be a good fit for the Lightning if they can like fit him under the cap. So I think he can like pair up decently well with maybe Victor Hedman or Mikhail Sergachev if he's possibly signed there. Like I doubt he won't because of their like cap situation. So um I think he can possibly maybe make like five five or six or seven million at least, maybe around like five or six. So he's another name out there. And let me like pull up my phone and see what what else I got on the free agent name. There's like Nick Holden, who's like an aging guy. So I don't know like much about him. So he last played for Ottawa. So he can be like a good like depth defend depth defenseman. And then Bergeron, who I just mentioned, like if he even if he decides to like stay in the NHL like he's not leaving the Bruins I mean he could possibly like sign for one more year and then retire but there's like possibly reports saying he might retire so and then Patrick Kane who's like the the uh another big name out there I heard he's having like hip surgery and that stuff so after his like hip surgery I think he could possibly like find like another team I heard, like, rumors of him possibly, like, going back to Buffalo. I think after he gets his hip surgery, he can, like, possibly sign with a team, like, maybe Buffalo on a one- or two- or three-year deal. Buffalo's got a really good young squad with, like, Dylan Cousins, Tage Thompson, Alex Talk, um, Jeff Skinner, Paterka, Krebs, um, Owen Power, Rasmus Dahlin, Matias Samuelson, so they got a lot of they got a really good young core there, so they're going to be an exciting team to watch, and they haven't made the playoffs in almost a decade, so honestly, I I hope they do something special in the next few years. Maybe if Kane, like, decides, like, somewhere, maybe he wants to go to, like, another, like, contending team, possibly, because he wants to win, like, another Stanley Cup, like he did in Chicago, so. And then you got some other good names, like Thomas Tatar, Maxine Quamtal, Zach Parisi, Paul Stastny, so... I think they can be like good depth guys somewhere, especially like Thomas Tatar, who had a really good year in New Jersey. And um, I think he can be like a 20 goal scorer. So I think whoever like signs him is going to get like a good like middle six forward. So I mean, he can be maybe a top line player sometimes, but mostly in New Jersey last year, he mostly played on the third line and like the second line. Maybe, like, the third line because, like, New Jersey had, like, Meyer, Palat, like, Mercer, and um, all these, like, other studs on the wing in New Jersey. So, New Jersey's going to be another exciting team like Buffalo. They'll come in. Jack Hughes had an unbelievable year for them, and same with Nico Heeshier. So, I think they're going to take an even bigger step next year. So, the Devils are a team in the Metropolitan that you might want to look out for. So, that's what I got for the uh, offseason for now. So, winners so far... I would kind of say, like, and I would also, like, put them in, like, the maybe the middle as well because they kind of have an aging core, or an aging core at least. I mean, Pittsburgh did a lot. I thought Kyle Dubas did, like, a pretty good job, like, trying to improve their team. 
So they made a lot of moves. So I fought um Carolina did okay with the moves they made. And I think the off season I think I was kind of impressed with was Toronto. Toronto was usually like that soft team and people said, Oh, that's maybe why they haven't like gone past like the first round at all. But I really like the Max Domi signing. I really like the Tyler Batuzzi signing and the Klinberg signing. So I think those are both great moves by uh, Brad Tree Living. He's, I think he's done like an okay job being there. And they also got some like contracts to like deal with like Matthews this year, Nylander this year. I think most of all, I think they need to like re-sign Matthews. And I and Neland and Neilander is asking for like nine ten million. So I would probably like try to like trade like Neilander if they can't get anything done with him. So like trade him to like maybe a team and possibly get like a decent like draft pick back or maybe some like young grit back. I think Toronto needs some like more grit in their lineup. I mean their skill is there. Like I mean they got some. Great skill there with Matthews and Marner. So I think um, Morgan Riley's been like a decently good defenseman there. There's been uh, some arguments with him on how he can play sometimes, but I thought Morgan Riley played really well in the Tampa series. And it was a good move for them getting rid of Justin Hall, who was like pretty bad defensively. And, um, I think, uh, speaking of Hall, he did sign with Detroit. I think Detroit really improved their team this offseason, bringing in, like I said, Alex Zabringit, Brian Daniel Sprong, who used to play for the Caps. And uh, he played for Seattle last year, so Sprong can be like a good depth player. And um, also bringing in um, Shane Gossespierre. And then they got James Reimer for a backup. So they also have Billy Husso and... Um, James Reimer as their one-two punch and goal. And um, they brought in, like, JT Confer and that stuff. So, And I think Detroit's got some, like, a really strong prospect pool. And maybe Marco Casper, who they drafted eighth overall, like, a year ago in the 2022 draft. I heard a lot of good things about him. I think he's, like, small, though. But he can play, like, really good defensively. And he's not afraid to, like handle the puck and like like be chippy or whatnot so I think Casper if he's in Detroit's lineup I think he, if lucky enough he could maybe be like maybe that third line center if like Confer or whoever gets like her or whatever or maybe start playing on the winger on the wing for now but I see him mostly in um Grand Rapids which is their AHL affiliate so I think he'll start playing off in Grand Rapids and um they also have some like good young p- players in the pipeline, like Sebastian Cosa, like who's been a promising goalie for them. And they also drafted like Trey Augustine, who had some really good numbers in the U.S. program last season. So I think Cosa is going to be like maybe their starting goaltender of their future. I mean, he's he's a big guy. He's like I think six foot five, six foot six. So. He, uh, he played with the Edmonton Oil Kings in the Western Hockey League, had an unbelievable time there. And then last season, he played with the Wheeling Nailers of the uh, ECHL. So 
I think he's trying to get himself some playing time in the AHL. So I don't think he'll be ready quite yet. Maybe in like maybe another like one or two years, maybe. But Detroit's looking out for him. So I think Eiserman's done like a great job with that with that team, like moving out back contracts and that stuff. So I think they're a team that might be ready to take that next step this year. So my winners are Pittsburgh, Toronto, and the Rangers did pretty well. And uh, Carolina, and um, yeah, so those are my four. And then now thinking about Detroit, and then my losers are the Islanders basically did nothing, the Flames did nothing, like none of those teams like improved. Tampa did okay. I wouldn't necessarily call them losers, I would put them as okay. So those are my like three right now. So thank you for uh. Watching the Power Forward podcast, I'm your host, Baden Waring. Stay tuned for the next episode.